Hey guys, this is Robert Gardner with the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. I'm happy to have the Tony Montana of Thai Massage, Noel Jose, on the show. We are ready to discuss video production and taking over the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Noelle, you for having me, man. You're welcome. Can you tell them where they can contact you or give, maybe give them their, your website, your contact information on social? Well, you can see me in every single social media. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I have a paper here because it's a lot. Wait a minute. So, you can see me on Instagram <laughs> and Pinterest and TikTok as AmazingShe30. Uh, you can see me on Facebook too as AmazingShe Massage. And YouTube, my YouTube channel is AmazingShe31 and LinkedIn as my name, as Noel Gorgoy Reyes. Nice. So, Noel, uh, you and I originally met because I did a training in Las Vegas with Michael Ortiz at Massage Customs. Uh, yes. We had wonderful conversations about Cuban food and, you know, other stuff in addition to <laughs> a massage. And then... Man, I don't know if it was six months later or a year later. Like I, I saw like a couple videos float through my feed, and then all of a sudden I see videos floating through my feed, and it's like five thousand views, six thousand views. <laughs> it was like I just not spot of video production, which I, I regularly am promoting um, within my teaching practice for students to to really embrace what social media will allow for free. And then finally, when I had a conversation with you, you were like, Robert, why won't these therapists make videos? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true, man. And I think, I think there's a variety of, of reasons why massage therapists aren't making video consistently. But what did video do for your practice? Like you releasing video consistently across social media platforms. You just mentioned like Pinterest, TikTok um instagram um what is the other one linkedin, LinkedIn. Uh, what did uh, releasing video like in other words because I, I just see video released i'm assuming you're doing a little bit of editing and processing yes. i'm assuming you're doing yourself what has it done to your business well man i have to say that making videos changed my career completely and uh and i can tell you that i'm growing and growing very fast because I'm posting videos every single day. Uh, that is something that I try to do here in Vegas because we don't have a lot of people that they make videos and they don't understand the power, how powerful is making videos because that is the, one of the ways that you can show the people who you are, that people can trust you, you know, because sometimes, and, and as a male therapist, it's kind of hard. I'm mostly in this uh, city that is a women. It's a, it's, it's a city just for women, you know what I mean? So as, a, as yeah. a male therapist, that is my way to show the people who I am, what I do, and they can trust me, you know? So uh, in, in relation with the, with the thing that you said that in the training, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you remember that I said, hey, how can, I, how can I post one my first video? Because I don't know how to do that. So you... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You show me how. You show no, me how. Remember. You gave me ideas. Yeah, you gave me ideas. Well, I'm, on <laughs> I'm glad that I could see that into the universe and annoy everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so you gave me ideas with the time massage, like go to the gyms, uh, 
try to promote your Thai massage, make videos, show the techniques that you learn. And, and I started doing that and, and I saw the results quick. Uh, yeah. People, people believe that you need to, you need, when you make a video, you can, you have to, uh, you get like a thousand or 2000 views in one time. No, this takes time. It's a term. It's a long term. You know what I mean? And my first video that I, the first video that I post, I remember I got 70 views and I was kind of like, what? 70 views? That's amazing. Yeah. So after, after that, I continue posting every single day and the views was growing and growing and growing. Right now, every single video that I post got more than 2000 views. And I share it with maybe like three, four groups. So that means that people, they're following me and they like what I do. And, uh, and the, <clears throat> the good thing about this is now people come to Vegas and at the time that they are here, they contact me and they say, hey, I need to receive a massage from you. And I said, okay, let's do it. So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. for me, videos, making videos is my way to, to grow my business and to, to grow my clientele every single day. Yeah. It's, it's such a sea change. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that, that that worked well for you. Um, I think some of your parameters, being a male in the industry, wanting to do some time massage is very similar to myself. And yeah. it's a thing that I've promoted amongst students, but you're the one of anyone who like really grabbed video production and took the bull by the horns and kept doing it consistently. Um, Amen. What do you what do you do when you get haters? What do you do? Uh, and I've seen you do this, by the way. What do you do when you get haters on your like, making negative comments on your videos? To be honest with you, I love haters. I love it. They are, they are my number one fan. I love it. Yeah. I think, I think when you have haters, it's because the things that you are doing is good. You know what I mean? Because if you don't have haters, I believe the things the thing that you do is not good, you know, it's, it's so bad. So you, you, you're, I think uh, people don't understand that when you show, when you make videos, you're going to have the good part and the bad part. You know what I mean? I remember in the, in the first video that I did, that I made, I got like five haters. They said, what are you doing? That's not Thai massage. That's not a mas uh, massage. What are you doing? And I say, hey, show me what are you doing? I want to learn. <laughs> show me, show me. I want to learn. And they yeah. never respond. They never do nothing like that. So for me, haters, it's good. It's good. I love haters. I don't care. My, my, my favorite was I would, I would see videos float through and I would see people respond negatively in the comment section. And you would go in and it was <clears throat> like you could have taught a class in this. And the class was how to shut down a hater. They would they would tell Noel, this isn't traditional, this isn't time massage, we don't like you, this is a waste of time, you know, whatever. And Noel would come in and say, Thank you very much for that feedback. I really appreciate your comments. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like it was so funny because what are they gonna say? Like, because yeah. you're basically like commending them for paying attention to you in like a very positive way. So it was like you were approaching their negativity with just abject positivity. And it was just, it just shut down the conversation as far as I could tell. Yeah. I think 
mostly what I see, I get a lot of hate mail too from the amount of video we produce. I think primarily what I see is people just get angry because you represent something and I feel like they're just sitting on a couch. Like maybe maybe my videos aren't perfect. Maybe your videos aren't perfect. Maybe the production value could be better. Maybe we're not as well spoken, you know, or whatever. But because we're actually putting ourselves out there, I feel like people have a response where they're like, well, I don't, that's different. I don't like it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. When they see something different that is out of the, the, the regular things, they don't like it. And they, they try to shut down, to shut down everything. And with me, man, I don't care because when you hate my, when you hate one video, you're going to have like five more after that. I don't care. Yeah. And it's also, you know, it's multi-platform. Um, I think people who are on YouTube or sorry, on Facebook who see your videos, maybe you float them through multiple groups. They see videos multiple times. They're like, I'm getting tired of seeing this guy for every person who gets frustrated, who like unfollows you or wants to not see your stuff or blocks you or whatever. There's probably five people who become fans who want to see your videos, who respond favorably. And what it is, is you're consistently narrowing the focus on the people who want to work with you. It's also that it's multi-platform. Are you releasing the same videos on YouTube that you're releasing on Facebook? Yeah, when I release the... uh, So I go first to Instagram because that is my my main uh, platform. And after I, I release an Instagram, I release on Facebook, all the groups, YouTube, Pinterest, and TikTok. You know, and TikTok is very different because you can get maybe like a piece of the video, not the entire video. But I put it there and I get views. Actually, I get, I remember in my first video, I got like a thousand views on TikTok. And I said, what? What is this? So, you know, it's a, I try with every single platform. I love to I love to experiment, even if even if I don't if I know that that platform is not for massage, you know what I mean. So, was well, the same with uh, Pinterest. When I told you, hey, do you use Pinterest, man? Do you know how many followers I have in Pinterest right now? How many do you have? Thirteen hundred. Yeah, Pinterest is one of the platforms I haven't really delved into excessively. Uh, I think Trent has been uh, posting some of my content there, but I haven't really dug into it much myself. Um, I've been mostly um, kind of digging through TikTok uh, specifically, trying to understand the platform and make video there. But I think also when we talk about all these different platforms, massage therapists can become overwhelmed because – it's just like, oh, it's so overwhelming. Like, what do we produce for where? You know, LinkedIn isn't TikTok and yes. vice versa. But if you just continue to juggle, you start with one ball, you start with two, you yeah. start with three, you start with four, then it starts to make sense where it's like, oh, you know, YouTube videos, we seem to do better when the videos are over 10 minutes long, when they're uh, informational and teaching something. Um, when we're on Facebook, we seem to do better with a little bit shorter videos, typically, um, maybe five minutes or two or three minutes with Instagram. You're only given a minute Instagram TV, like you could do a little bit longer and upload there. 
And then stories is like a different component. So I understand how massage therapists can get overwhelmed because it seems very complex when you've never dealt with it. Just when I talked about Instagram, there's basically three kind of apps almost within Instagram. You got your main feed, you got stories, and you got IGTV, so it can be confusing. And that doesn't include Instagram Live. Each of those has a slightly different function. And increasingly what I do is I will like cross promote across platforms, but increasingly I'll make content for the individual platforms because people looking for videos on YouTube and the suggested videos are usually looking for something a little bit different than people who are in like a Facebook group who see a video there. The what, sorry? That was a question? (laughs) No, I'm I'm saying that the the platforms uh, can be a little bit different in what people are looking for. And we'll take a quick break. Okay. Hey, y'all, this is Trent Knox, podcast producer for the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. I just want to come in here real quick and let you guys know about the free 30-day trial of our Reboot Insiders Club. If you want to take advantage of that, you can go to rgwellness.store slash free trial and take advantage of a 30-day free trial of our leading subscription service. Back to Robert and Noel in the studio. Noel, when it comes to uh, video production, again, I want you to give your name and also where they can contact you again before I go into that. Okay, so my name is Noel Gorgori Reyes. I'm from Las. Be- I'm a massage therapist from Las Vegas, Nevada. So you can follow me and my and all the social medias that you can imagine. So you can follow me on Instagram, on face, and Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest as uh, Amazing She Thirty. On Facebook as Amazing she, Amazing She Massage, on LinkedIn with my name Noel Gorgori Reyes, and on YouTube as Amazing She Thirty One. Noel, since you're on all of those platforms, what do you think are the ones that have the most potential that massage therapists aren't using? Where can you get more exposure? For me, Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Yeah, for me, Instagram. The majority of the clients, for example, that I get, they're from Instagram. So are those people searching hashtags or is it just showing you people in your area like organically in the feed? Well, um, hashtags is very important. You know, it, you, need to tr- you, need to, you need to make sure that you have the really good hashtags. Uh, I'm the kind of person that I like to do a lot of reach out. Uh, I like to reach out a lot, and uh, and they say that when you when you have to choose the hashtags, you need to make sure that you have hashtags between zero and five five hundred thousand, no more than that. Because if you if you do more than that, you don't have any possibility to go yeah. up in the list. So so if a hashtag has three million, you know, uses. You're not going to stand out in that three million, but if you have, is it five hundred thousand? You said or less? Yeah, five hundred thousand yeah, or less. More, it's more narrow. Yeah, it's more narrow. Hashtag. Yeah. Yeah, you have more possibility to go on top of the on the top, you know, and people can see you more. 
You know, if I had to say like for it's like value, like you've gotten clients, are you, are you getting more clients from Instagram or from Pinterest? No, I'm getting more clients from Instagram. The good thing okay. with Pinterest is this. You can, you can drive a lot of people to your uh, website or to your Instagram page through yeah. Pinterest. Because believe it or not, Pinterest, you have uh, billions of people in that uh, website, in that yeah. um, platform. And they see you every single time. Even if, you are, even if you're doing massage, it doesn't matter. They use that for everything. And, uh, and I'm getting a lot of followers on Instagram because Pinterest. So uh, they, oh, okay. Yeah, so they see me. Between the platforms, yeah. Yeah, they see me there and they go to my, my, my Instagram account because I sh the, the link that I have from Pinterest is from Instagram. So I connect everything. Yeah, I, I've had some people I've talked to, they feel like Instagram, uh, not Instagram, they feel like TikTok is the most fun, uh, the most creative. And um, I talked with Josh Terry recently, and he wasn't discouraging me from releasing massage content on TikTok, but he really felt like I needed to start diversifying the platforms and diversifying what I was delivering. So he was actively encouraging me to do philosophy-related content, ethics-related content, historical-related content, comedic uh, stuff, you know, along with the massage on TikTok specifically, trying to garner more audiences. Yeah. And on TikTok functions, uh, you can't direct message someone unless they also follow you. Yep. But you can link them like your YouTube or your Instagram. So I'm thinking about doing that in the future. It's a little weird to me because I'm still writing this line where I need to talk with Dijon Culpepper. We had a good uh, podcast about the relationship between personal and professional. And I think that line between personal and professional is, for me, getting increasingly blurry because – the more of these podcasts I do, my personality comes through. The more of these podcasts yeah. I do, people see me, they form opinions, they like me, they don't like me. You know, you get lovers, you get haters, so to speak. And I don't really know anymore. You know, like, in other words, as a massage educator, I'll always release massage educational content. Yeah. The challenge is <clears throat> massage therapists on the whole and the way that they're behaving with platforms. They're not interested in educational content. They're interested in being entertained. Yeah, that that's true. And and I think that is something that, that the industry needs to change. It's changing, believe it or not. Now they're more open to different yeah. things. Like, for example, Thai massage. I remember in the beginning of my career, people never talk about Thai massage. Never. Yeah. And now, because you are pushing... Thai massage to the to massage therapists and and we are doing all the things and releasing video every single day so people are more interesting actually in Vegas I have a lot of people interesting about Thai massage they say hey do you teach do you teach Thai massage and I say I wish but yeah. I have my trainer he's the guy so yeah. but yeah people people are more interesting right now but yeah we need to keep going changing things yeah, that, that line, you know, uh, the line between personal and professional, I, um, social media develops, and I'm sure it does this with you as well. Um, I did a class, and Knives Monroe, a great colleague of mine, he shot some video, which is on our subscription service and on YouTube, yeah. and then he gave me a bunch of photos, 
And my first thought when I got them was like, uh, okay, yeah, man, they're good photos, but like I, you know, I could use more video was my first thought. And then the photos were on my phone and then I took um, my gallery and like trimmed it. And then I wrote some text on it. And then later I downloaded Canva and started putting text on my yeah. photos so I could crop and, you know, adjust the image and like put some text on it or like quotes from myself. Yeah. And I was absolutely amazed at how much attention they got where, um, uh, memes, for instance, uh, memes yeah. and going to a meme generator and making a meme with the baby Yoda from Star Wars <laughs> and then putting yeah. that with some sort of massage thing and like floating it and it would get like 60 shares, you know, so many likes. But every time they do that, my link for Robert Gardner Wellness is right there. So people are, you know, like in other words, Facebook just wants attention. When I give them content that people interact with, they show it to more people. When you hate my videos, kind people, Facebook shows it to more people. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> so, that's true. yeah, like uh, attention, people's attention. I think like on Facebook, you know, if somebody's scrolling through, are they going to watch a minute long video? Maybe. Will they look at a meme and read it and laugh? Yes. If the meme is good. So I've, I've kind of diversified content and been releasing more of that in addition to videos. So it's like your, your sort of brand becomes more yeah. diversified. Um, it's the same thing as me releasing photos of food I made. You know, I'm a massage therapist. Why is he releasing photos of food? But it sort of builds brand around, oh, Robert Gardner is a cook. You know, he likes Tony Bourdain. He likes to travel. You know, it adds to this personal detail, which I think as a male therapist helps draw people into our practice because they're dealing with us and our personality. They're having a chance yeah, to true. connect before they come in. That's true. And I, I, I think I, in relation with the MIMS, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because now I'm trying to I'm trying to do kind of the same uh, when I don't have any personal video to, to show uh, doing any massage or whatever. I. I post like, uh, you know, this video's memes that we have in, in, in Instagram. Actually, it's a, a guy that he, he created that and it's amazing. It's so fun. It's very funny. And, and I remember in my first, in the first video that, in the first uh, meme that I put on, on Facebook, I got like 20,000 views. And I said, what? So it's true. People, people pay more attention to funny things sometimes that something that is more educated so i'm trying to mix everything because it's kind of like some people it's, it's kind of like they feel boring when you put every single day something about massage you know so i'm trying to change everything but yeah i think i think it's just diversity <clears throat> yeah it's, Long, it's, diversity, it's just yeah. diversity and in the end, if you're, you know, like you and I, we don't have a lot of monetary resources to put into ads yeah. to make the, the platforms open up to show people our stuff. So we have to actually garner like people's attention. So for instance, yeah. we started a podcast. One of the benefits with podcasts that didn't really occur to me is when we do the podcast, people can listen to it in the shower. People yeah. can listen to it in the car. They're not going to listen to a YouTube video in the car, likely. Then, in addition, there was this thing where on the podcast, you could interview other people in yeah. other industries and sort of business network while producing content. 
The other thing is, is we can take clips of this podcast, you know, do a screenshot, float it on Instagram yeah. so you can repurpose the same content. Yeah, and I think when you told me about that, I remember the, the day that you said that, that you was thinking about podcasts and everything. I told you, man, that is a really good idea because you can show in the podcast different things like massage, uh, yoga instructor, uh, you know, different things. And people, they are going to be a little more interesting about the, the podcast and about everything. You know what I mean? So it's, it's the same that you said, diversity, you know? Yeah. What uh, what uh, challenges have you dealt with recently in your practice? Like, it sounds like things are, are growing and, and going good. Um, are you still working at Massage Customs? Well, I'm still working on Massage Customs right now, but but next year is uh, my transition year, so I'm going to I'm going to rent my first uh, room, and yeah. uh, and I'm gonna try to, because now I have a clientele. And people and, and I can make money and I can grow a little more. Um, one of the I think one of the challenges that I have in the past and that was the reason why I didn't have my room and my and my place is because I didn't know how to do marketing at that time. I'm not an expert, but I know how to survive right now. So <laughs> I know how to do marketing. knowing how to survive is the first step. <laughs> yeah, I'm 42 and I'm still working on that. So so I know how to to create content and to attract people to my practice. I know it's a challenge because, you know, it's not the same when you work for somebody and they give you the clients that if you work for so, like, as a solo and you have to attract everybody to your place, you know, it's a different yeah. challenge, but I think I'm going to, I'm going to do really good because I'm very positive about everything and yeah, I'm going to crush it. Yeah. What other uh, what other challenges are you dealing with, like at the moment in building your practice? What are the things like you're kind of butting up against? Because uh, you said the marketing didn't come naturally. You're kind of learning it. What else are you having like issues with? Um, I don't know, man. I, I think I'm really good right now at rebooking people. In the past, I didn't do that. That, yeah. is a, that is something that I have to say thank you, Michael Ortiz, because he he showed me how to do that and how, yeah, he showed me how yeah. to do that and how to be aggressive when you have to do the rebooking stuff. And and I think I think now I'm ready. I think I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what is the the issues that I can have in my place right now. Yeah, I think I I'm ready. Most people have like specific stuff in business that'll grate on them because they can't quite figure it out. And even myself, I'm a little bit like that. Like we've had some issues recently with like delegation and like managing staff essentially. So everybody's got like little rough edges, things they're good at, things they're not so good at. Um, it's extremely easy for me to develop curriculum and write and produce video. It's not as easy for me to manage staff and yeah. like but, uh, taxes uh, payroll, um, well, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Spreadsheets aren't my, are my bag. Well, I think that was one of the challenges that I'm going to have, like, you know, taxes and everything. And I'm learning how to do, how to do that. And I'm learning about budgets and everything, but it's kind of hard, man. It's I'm mostly for me because I'm an immigrant and, and, you know, I don't have that background in my country. So I'm trying to learn everything that I can. So <laughs> you 
Get a good accountant. Um, if you can afford it, definitely get a good accountant. I think that the money you save from a good accountant helping you write things off and manage that is well worth whatever they get paid. Um, it also means that, you know, we get to focus. So for instance, like Trent helps me with stuff. When Trent helps me with stuff, it allows me to focus on developing curriculum, shooting video, doing those other things and focus on what I'm really good at. I don't know if it's a great idea for me to spend time on my accounting if that's not something I enjoy and that's yeah. not something I'm ever going to be as good as a qualified CPA at. Yeah, I think it's true. I, I think for me right now, I have to do everything because I can't afford to have a person to, you know, that takes time. Yeah. But in the future, of course, I'm going to have a person just for taxes and just for things that I don't have to do. I'm going to concentrate more on how to do the marketing and stuff. Or maybe I can pay to another person to do the marketing. And stuff. But I'm not, I am not going to stop making videos. You know what I mean? Because first, I love it. I love yeah, that. So, and that's and that's the thing. That's what you're good at. I say you play to your strengths. Over time, you take the stuff you don't like or you're not very good at, and I would yeah. slowly try to outsource those. Try to find people to take care of some of those tasks. I think that's a big step. Um, Beth Peterson was talking about potentially or going out on her own and having sort of a facility of sorts, maybe hiring staff or independent contractors, something along those lines. And yeah. it's like you have to get into that management, which is managing other people. You have to learn, I think, delegation is key if you're going to try to build and try to scale. Yeah, that's true. And I think, I, I think one, one, one of the reasons why I want to go solo is because I want to have a little time for me because I want to focus on all the things like I want to teach people. I talked to you about it and I want to be like an educator because I think I have the, the quality to, to be an educator. And, uh, but you know, that takes time. I need, I need to have days to spend on that because it's not easy for me. And mostly when I have to do something in English, if I have to teach in English, it's kind of hard, you know what I mean? So, but I know I can do it and, and I want to focus more, more on those areas. areas. Robert, let's yeah. go to break. Uh, take a quick break. break. Hello, this is Trent Knox, podcast producer for the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. I just wanted to get, let you guys know that we're currently doing a holiday sale on all our digital workbooks and videos. If you head to bit.ly forward slash RGW holiday sale, and uh, you can take advantage of that 20% off of all workbooks and videos. Back to Robert and Noel in the studio. Hey guys, it's Robert Gardner with Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. I'm here with Noel Jose, the man I say who is the Tony Montana of Time Massage. <laughs> <laughs> so Noel, again, give them your name and also where they can contact you on social. Okay, so my name is Noel Gorgoy Reyes or Noel Jose Gorgoy Reyes. Uh, I'm from Las Vegas. I'm a massage therapist here in Las Vegas. Uh, you can follow me in all social medias. So you can follow me on Instagram. Pinterest, TikTok as Amazing She uh, 30. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook as Amazing She uh, Massage, on YouTube as Amazing She uh, 31, and LinkedIn with my name as uh, Noel Gogoy Reyes. And I forgot to say, to say this, and on my website too. 
AmazingChi31.com. <laughs> so learning how to uh, delegate, you know, having a business is different than just working as a therapist for someone else. There are different skills that have to be built. Uh, if you're interested in working towards education, Noel, we've had conversations behind the scenes about maybe developing a teacher training program. We could talk about that. And then what I would do is, um, whether you're building your own practice or you're moving towards education, I think you just build incrementally. Yeah. You just start off kind of where you are and just, I'm real honest about where I'm at, you know, personally and professionally. And I just continue to try to level up each time I do something, make it a little bit better, make it a little bit larger. Um, I think that the hurdles you may have with language, I can tell you that your English is better than my Spanish. <laughs> well, thank you for the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, the thing is like we joke about it, but I, for instance, um, people have asked me about our subscription service and whether we would do it in other languages, which I don't speak currently. So the challenge is, you know, I don't even know if between the South American and Central American marketplace in Spain, are there enough Spanish speakers that basically there's a need in a marketplace and are not being served because there aren't enough educators who speak Spanish in those countries. I'm not really sure. Well, bro, I can tell you that we have a huge Hispanic, so Spanish speaker uh, community. Uh, in my Instagram, I have a lot of people from different uh, from Colombia, uh, Peru, you know, all these a lot of Latin American countries that they they do Thai massage actually, and they love all the videos that we release. They love the videos that you release, and yeah. they say, "Who is this guy?" And I say, "He's my trainer." <laughs> so. You know, I think it's an amazing market that we can uh, go deep. No, right now, you know, it takes time, but I think it's a really good market that we can do a lot of things for them. And yeah, uh, yeah I'm very open. I'm very open to do it. I don't care. I love to speak Spanish too. So, well, I mean, we, we talked about um, doing a, a long-term class, like a retreat in a South Padre, which is the very southern tip of Texas, much more Spanish-speaking there. We talked about going to Hawaii, uh, but if we picked a, a country in Central or South America, I'm trying to think of where I would want to go. If I would want to go to Colombia, Pacific. Costa, Costa Rica. Costa Rica would be nice. Costa Rica, in a way, feels like it might be a little played out because everybody goes there, but maybe it would be great. I don't know. Oh man, that is the best place that you can do a retreat. <laughs> to be honest with you, you've been it's before. Beautiful man, it's beautiful. And actually, yeah. when I went there, they have places that they rent for retreats. Yeah. So I have all so the connections. I had I had someone on um, Instagram contact me from Mexico City, and they were like, "Will you come to Mexico City?" And I was like, "Yes, I will eat all of your tacos. I will drink ah. all of your tequila." And I will learn Spanish as quickly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mexico yeah. is a really good country, too. It's so beautiful. And they do a lot of retreats there. So, yeah. So, yeah, there's tons, tons of options. Um, I think it's also interesting when I discuss this with you, there's more of like an international flavor because we're dealing with social media, which essentially has like international distribution. Yeah. So we're just seeing, you know, how people respond or who's watching our videos or what people like, or, 
Um, it, it's it, it's hard to explain because I think some therapists, it's like they don't want people from other countries to necessarily like their content because they don't think they can become clients. Yeah, that that that's true. And I I I mean, um, we can do a lot of things, bro. You know, we can, <laughs> we can yeah, we can do a lot of things. Every time I, we talk to Noel, I'm like. I'm sitting there. It's like with Scarface and his cousin or whatever. And it's like there's a banker with like a pallet of money wheeling it off to go launder it. <laughs> Noel's, yeah. Noel's always got an idea about how to work. <laughs> oh, yeah, work of this. course. Of course, man. It's yeah. because you know why? It's because this industry allows you to do a lot of things, not just about massage. You can do a lot of things like teaching different things. You know what I mean? So, like, that I say, I'm very open to do whatever I can do. Retreats was one of my, my my main goals, you know, because I love to travel. And retreats give you the, the option to travel to different countries or states or whatever. And, yeah. and, it, and I think it's a really good way to show the people more about Thai massage or more about what we do. And they yeah. love it. People pay a ton of money. To go to the well, retreats. we had some conversations internally, and our subscription service is seven dollars. Um, people unsubscribe from this, you know, sometimes or whatever. Yeah, and talking about doing a retreat in Hawaii, and th these are big bucks, you know, these long retreats, a week long, whatever. And people internally in my organization were saying, "Listen, the, these therapists are broke; they can't afford this." And I went, "No, but you're not selling it to the same people." There are yeah. some people who are going to come just because it's something interesting they don't know, but it's in Hawaii, and they want to write it off as a, a tax thing or whatever. Yeah. So it kind of it's it's kind of interesting because it gets to this point where in video you're selling lifestyle, and when I think about lifestyle, you know, um, I, I really got into hip hop uh, at a point when I started getting into entrepreneurship because hip hop is selling style, hip hop is selling merchandise jeans clothes crystal champagne alcohol yeah. cars you know the thing is can you imagine you and i sort of working together and building a brand where we had sunglasses where we had like volleyball shorts where you had time massage pants where you had yoga mats you know and yeah. you're you're putting your logo and it's like those potentials exist you just have to incrementally build and i'm not exactly sure you know, like, in other words, I don't have the experience with that in the past. So it's something you have to learn incrementally as you grow. But, you know, people want time massage mats, for instance, and we have a, a challenge right now because time massage mats are so large, they're physically bulky. I can't order them and keep like 100 time massage mats in my house because it would take up a whole room. Oh, so yeah. we have like drop shipping and outsourcing but i feel like there are a lot of avenues like that that our industry just isn't particularly paying attention to oh yeah we have a lot of avenues and we have a lot of websites and a lot of things that you can in different pl different places that you can sell everything that you have to do i know it takes time and that is that is another another kind of market that we have to do it's, it's kind of like another business you know <laughs> It's out of the, the massage industry. No, not yeah. out of the massage industry, but out of out of the our uh, regular staff. You know what I mean? But it but I know I know massage therapists that they they sell a lot of things, a lot of things. A lot of uh, facilities, a lot of massage facilities I've gone to. 
shy away from merchandise, uh, shy yeah. away from retail because it's a challenge to keep stocked and then they got to have somebody manage it and then they got to keep notes and then they got to figure out what to buy and what are the, you know, just, it, it's like a lot of upfront uh, money because you have to buy the stuff to then sell it. Yeah. Um, I think they're leaving a lot of money on the table. So uh, for instance, like I would take clients and show them how to use tennis balls as like self massage tools. And then people are like, man, you get tennis balls with your logo on it. And I'm like, I know we're working on it. Like it takes time to develop those things and to be able to add that into what you do. Yeah, to develop a brand and start putting things like that in the in in, in items takes time, man. Takes time. Yeah. But you you can do it in the future, you know? You can do it in the future. I see you. I see you like that. I see you like that. I'm 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 a mo <laughs> We'll take a quick break. Do you want to take a call? Oh, yeah, we took a call. I thought you were going to ask him about a break. All right, here we go. We'll try it. We'll see if this works. Ah. We've had mixed responses to phone calls previously. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe they don't want to answer. (laughs) So much for that. We've had had people come on and, like, curse or be rude, so it's just always interesting. interesting. We can take a real quick break. Okay, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all, this is Trent Knox, podcast producer for the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. Just want to come in here and tell y'all once again about the free trial that we currently have for our industry-leading subscription service. You can go over there and check out over 400-plus hours of video content. Go to rgwellness.store slash free trial to take advantage of that 30-day free trial. Back to Robert and Noel in the studio. Hey guys, it's Robert Gardner again with Noel Jose. Noel, can you tell them again very quickly where they can find you on social media or your website? So you can find me in amazing. Uh, sorry, sorry. You can find me in Instagram, Pinterest, and TikTok as Amazing She Thirty. On Facebook as Amazing She Massage. On uh, YouTube as Amazing She Thirty One, and LinkedIn. As a uh, Noel Gregory Ray is my name, and uh, on my website is amazingsheet31.com. Nice. So, Noel, we talked about merchandising, we got a little bit into hip hop. Um, what else do you see in the future of the mis- I think the the future of the the massage industry is uh, is going to be amazing. I think in terms of everything, I'm talking about prices. I'm talking about uh, classes. I'm talking about everything in general. Um, I th- I think uh, we're going to be big in social media. Very, very, very. Um, actually, I can tell you, I, I have experience in that. So I think we need to continue doing that and we need to continue um, uh, working hard in those, in those areas because it's the only way that we can show that we, we deserve everything that we need. You know what I mean? Because people, sadly, people sometimes they see, they see a massage as a sexual stuff. You know what I mean? And we are not yeah. that, you know? So 
we are changing, believe it or not, we are changing that, but we need to keep going. Working yeah. on that. The, the changing of public perception, I've, I've talked about that via video production many times, and that's one of the reasons I've told massage therapists to go out and make video is because we get to personalize massage so they understand who massage therapists are and what we do. They get to see our work, connect with us, and it separates us from Phoebe from friends. Yes. If the mass media is controlling the dialogue and conversation about what massage is, it sort of skews it in a certain way. So if we get a chance to actually show the public what we do in mass, which we can, by the way, um, it totally changes public perception yeah. of what massage is. One of the things that I figured out, I think, years ago, and that I'm really interested to see what will happen is, I really think that mat-based and clothes-on is a big niche and I think that the industry overall is going to diversify, and that in particular is going to grow and develop until it takes over a segment of the marketplace. There are certain factors around mat-based clothes-on work that make it uh, infinitely marketable compared to what most people think of as massage. Um, yeah. You can film and photo document almost everything. You can show it off. You can demonstrate it publicly the way you demonstrate a chair massage. And I think it's just very, from the outside, when it's done well, it's just very aesthetically pleasing. But I suspect that the industry as a whole will diversify. Um, different kinds of fringe bodywork services will become more commonplace as massage itself is more in the public's eye. They're going to start looking for fringe kinds of bodywork, nuanced uh, services they can't get from big box providers. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, and one of the reasons why I, I said that in, in relation with the mat work, as so, for example, in Vegas, we, we have a lot of people that they don't believe that the mat work is worth it. You know what I mean? They, they, they believe that just the table is, the, is the, the kind of massage that you can do, and that's it. You know what I mean? And that is, yeah. a, that is one of the reasons why I'm trying to, to promote a little more the mat work, because... In my personal experience, I get more results when I work on the mat than when I work yeah. on the table. And my personal so, experience. More results for the client. For the client. Yeah. For the mat work. And then why yes. is that? I think it's because we have more. In my case, I think it's because I have more space to work on the client. I can go a little more in detail. For example, if we're going to talk about the neck, I can go a little more in detail on the neck. On the table, you can work on the neck on details, but for example, you can't put your knees on yeah. the neck. You know, it's kind of, you can do it, but it's kind of hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So on the mat, on the mat, you have more. Uh, you you feel I feel more stable when I have to put the pressure in the neck or in any place that that I have to put the knee. And uh, and yeah, it's more. You have more space. You can do a lot of things. And yeah. and this is funny because. I have clients that they are interesting about receiving Thai massage. And when I say that, hey, I'm going to do the Thai massage on the floor, Thai mat, they say, hey, but why do you don't do it on the table? I normally see that the, the Thai massage is on the table. Well, now it's new and we are going to do it on the, on the, Thai, on the, on the Thai mat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try. So when I do the Thai uh, massage there and I finish, they say, wow. I don't want to go to the table again. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, and why? Because you put every single place, every single uh, part of your body in my body. 
Yeah. And I felt and I felt that the pressure is much better. And I say that is the reason why I'm trying to do the transition to the mat, you know, and because it's easy for me. <laughs> so and that's the other part. Like, I, I think if, if we were just selling Thai massage as it's easier for the practitioner, that's great. We want it to be easier for the us as givers. But for a receiver, I think that was why I was, you know, quiet to let you answer the question. Um, I hear the same feedback repeatedly and clients will get a session with me and they'll say, Robert, why isn't this everywhere? This is absolutely amazing. And I said, I can't get massage therapists to think of this as massage. And they're like, what? And I go, they're used to being on a table. It's that the public has been sold this one thing and we're trying to change public perception about the diversity in the massage marketplace consumers can't buy what they don't know about yeah that's true and one of the experience that i have um i remember we went to uh uh michael and me we went to one of the the rock climbing places and the first time that we, that we was there we we did thai massage and chair massage right and uh, and people people was near to us and they say, what is that for? So they was uh, looking to the to the mat and I say that is for Thai massage. Do you know what is Thai massage? I don't know what is that. And what do you do on the mat and not on the table? Well, this is better than the table. Do you want to try? They say okay, let me try. They was falling asleep. Like, oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Can I book right now? I say. Yes, we can book right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it all depends. You know, I, I think that the marketplace will diversify. Um, I think aquatic therapies are really great. Aquatic therapies are challenging because you have to have a pool. Um, some of the therapeutic flight I blend into my sessions always blows people's minds if I do that with them. Uh, yeah. That's really from like acro yoga. That I don't use the term. There we go. We had a a, a power outage at a Trent's place. Apparently, I don't know if something just uh flicked on the electricity there so yeah noel it's just it's just educating the public about what you do it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter if it's swedish if you do swedish and you talk about swedish and you make videos about swedish and you swedish the day away and tell yeah. people what's going on people are going to be drawn to that service it's it's not so much like avoiding haters as it is throwing out seeds to find your people. And along the way, yeah, you're going to find people who don't like you or don't like your stuff. It's or, normal. It's you know, normal. Yeah, just a normal part of the process. But once you start being successful, and that's what I love to see, it's not just therapists making videos. It's when therapists start getting clients and helping people and doing what they went to massage school to do to begin with, to help people. And when yeah. they start making money, the, the, that's the thing. When they start making money following their dreams, it's just the way they light up in class. Like, oh my God, you know, I have a lady in class. So typically Thai massage, because it's mat based and you're moving around a lot, I tend to draw students who are a little younger because they're a little more mobile. They're a little more spry. Okay. There was a woman who was in her mid sixties in a class I taught in Yelm, Washington. She'd flown in from Idaho and in the middle of class, she just burst out, Robert, I don't have to retire. And I go, huh? And she's like, Robert, this is so easy on my body. I'll be able to keep doing this. And I go, oh, yeah. But I never think to use it as a marketing niche. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I tell people it's easier on your body, they think it's just marketing speak. Like I think they just kind of bypass it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I have a, I have a lot of clients that they say, hey, if you have to choose between mat work or Thai massage and uh, regular massage, what do you choose? And I say, hey, 100% Thai massage. I love this. I love to practice the Thai massage, but I love in the way that you do everything. It's easy for my body. I save this one here, this one here. <laughs> Yeah, I saved that one. And and it's more fun for me because I can move, I can sweat, I can it's kind of like a it's kind of like a workout for me, you know what I mean? And yeah. The clients feel the same and and they say, "Oh my god, I feel more taller. Oh my god, I, the, the the issue that I have in my in my hip is gone, you know? And that's the reason why I like Thai massage because it's a quick. It's so quick. You can you can see quick results yeah you know what i mean i am not saying that the regular massage is bad you know what i mean i love to do regular massage too and i'm pretty good <laughs> in that too but if i have to choose thai massage thai. yeah more it's not even and i've had these conversations like table mat you know like they'll call it slide and glide sometimes almost like in a derogatory way versus the mat work and it's not really a, to me about having to choose one or the other. It's just I encourage students who want to have a practice in a certain thing to really skewer that thing. In yeah. other words, if time massage is your thing, go do time massage. And they're like, yes. well, but the clients got to transition from the table to the mat. And I'm like, listen, transition the clients you have and then get new clients who want the mat work. And if the mat work is what you want to do, just keep hammering this until this is what you do and just don't worry about this like as long as you have customers that you can help you can make a living and people on yeah. the whole in the united states at this point they want massage why is yeah, it so difficult to sell it yeah I, I think i think one of the issues that i see and a massage therapist that practice the thai massage is they don't know how to do the transition to the mat work they be they, they are afraid to, to do the transition to the mat work. And one of the things that I'm doing, and, and I got really good results with that, is I offer 30 minutes free. Yep. Hey, I'm going to give you 30 minutes free. Do you want to try? Yes. And they say, it's free? <laughs> yes. I'm going to do it. So after that, when they try that, they say, oh, no, I need to book a long session. So they book a long, se a long, long session. You know what I mean? Nice. So yeah. sometimes you have to give something for free to get the result that you want. So yeah, yeah. There's um you know a lot of debate about that in the industry, um, especially with chair massage. I think a lot of therapists don't want to give away their work, yeah. and I think to in a way I understand it. But when you're first starting out. When you don't have the practice, when you don't have the business acumen, when you don't have the infrastructure yet, all you have is time. And then if you're giving away just a little bit of work to build your name, to build rapport, to get clients, you know, I see that as part of the valiant uh, struggle of building a business initially. Yeah. So I, I'm going to put it in this way. I think it was two months ago, something like that. I don't remember exactly the, the day. I was invited to the first uh, massage championship in Arizona, right? I was invited as the, the main host of the place. And I performed 
time massage. Yeah. Right? People was kind of like, oh my God, that was so good. Can I try? And I said, hey, go to the mat. Do you want to try 20 minutes? Go to the mat. <laughs> so I did. I did that for free. I flew. No, I didn't flew. I drove to that place like six hours. I pay my gas and I pay everything. They pay the hotel, but I pay all that, the food and everything. And I went for free. Yeah. And I got four clients. Yeah. Four clients. And I just did 45 minute demo. I didn't yeah. do. I didn't do all the things that I normally do in the tie, but they saw what I'm doing because they saw me in Instagram and on Facebook. I say, Hey, we need this guy here. So the, the owner, the, the host of the, of the, the event, he said, Hey, can you come here to Arizona?